I'm Kara. I'm Maddie. And welcome to Fundamentally 20. Welcome to episode three, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> How's your last fortnight been? Well, technically it's been a little bit longer, but... Um, I can't really remember what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know this past week has been insanely busy. Just a little bit crazy. And I feel like everyone I've spoken to is kind of the same deal. I don't know what's going on, what's on and what's in the air, but... I do agree. I feel like a lot of people that I'm witnessing are very stressed right now. Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I think everything's coming back after the Christmas break. Yeah, February. Everything's mm. properly started up again. Yep, everyone's back at work. Officially. Um, but yeah, not too bad. I just feel like I've just been running around like a loon chick. But Headless okay. chook. Yep. <laughs> How's your fortnight been? Mine has been good. One thing that I did this week for the first time ever is I went to the therapist for oh, the first yeah. time. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was so good. Really? So good. She was so lovely. Mm. I'm very excited to go back. Right now, I'm not at the stage where I really need to go like every week or anything like that. But I'm going to go in a month to yep. go see her again. Nice. I just kind of blabbed for mm. an hour straight, which is my specialty. <laughs> Your favorite thing to do <laughs> literally literally so it was, it was good. do you reckon it was worth it 100 percent, 100 percent. even just being able to talk to someone about things like i've said a lot of things to you i've said a lot of things to ben about i don't know i just think about why i do things and why things happen and why i am how i am a lot mm. so i do discuss it a lot with everyone else but i think having someone that fully has the understanding like mm. even just from one time i like trust that she knows what she's talking about yeah. so and it's also a third party like she's got no ties to you exactly so she, can she has no an idea honest. who anyone is yeah so it's great and she actually even though it was just like the first time of me speaking to her we we're just trying to figure out what i wanted a little bit of a background like she still helped me figure out something that i didn't realize about myself which mm. is crazy mm. like i said to you last week i was like oh i really feel right now like I am my age mm. and I was saying like everything I do now I'm old enough to do which is it was kind of weird me thinking about it that way and I also said it to Ben and you both didn't really understand what I was talking about <laughs> yeah but she helped me figure out what I was actually talking about mm. she said that now because I'm in a job where I'm not trying to prove myself every single day mm. I feel like I'm valued and I feel like I'm in the right place. I know what I'm doing. Whereas every single job I've had before now, I've always been trying to go above and beyond and prove that I'm good. And I've always had people that were like treating me like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So it's weird that I didn't make that connection, but she helped me and I love it. Mm, that's so good. That's so interesting, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. We've got another thing that we have both started well technically two things that we have both started since the last episode one being refresher maddie is going to do a triathlon oh yes so oh yes I we like, have both started <laughs> we both started swimming like lap mm -hmm. swimming in the pool yeah how do you find it i love it so do i like i'm obsessed with it i'm so sad because i probably won't be able to do it tomorrow unless we do it in the morning why because i'm going down the coast for oh. a festival um, and the other thing that we have been doing is boxing. Mm. Yes. 
which wasn't really something like we knew we wanted to do swimming, but boxing is something new that we weren't expecting. Yeah. But I'm loving it. Well, I think I kind of went into the new year wanting to get back into it. Yes. But yeah, same. Um, I yeah. didn't think I was going to do it this fast. <laughs> no, and I didn't think I'd be able to find someone. Yeah. So. So by really boxing, good. we mean like with a one-on-one trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PT. Pad holder. Shout out, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into what we're actually going to be talking about today. Okay, so I've gone through TikToks, I've gone through books, I've gone through articles of everything that people that are out of their 20s wish that they knew in their 20s or everything basically in that same sort of genre. So what I've done is I've put them into different categories and what I'm going to do, I'm going to get Maddie to pick a category that we're going to speak about this week and we're going to pick out a couple of the ones that people recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of different things that people suggest to people in their 20s. Mm. Like it's a massive topic of conversation online. So I haven't specifically picked anything out from anywhere, kind of just pulling it all together because lots of people were saying the same sort of things. So Maddie is now going to have a look at the list and she's going to pick a topic. Now we've got things like relationship, friendship, work, finance, personal, life, and I think there was one more. Financial, personal, friendship, life, relationship, self-confidence. Self-confidence. Yes. So I have to pick a topic. Yes, you have to pick a topic and then we'll pick out just like three or four of the actual things because there's a lot of them. I've got a massive list. So we can, we'll pick another topic next week and then if people that are listening really want to hear a topic they can let us know i reckon we do relationships i knew you were gonna pick that one yeah okay so the first one in relationship is you can stay single a little bit longer it's okay so what's your first thoughts when you hear that is that advice that you believe a hundred percent yeah yeah i think it is true it's just a hard mindset to put yourself in yes when you're surrounded by people who are in relationships and especially like it depends on time of year and whatever you're doing with your life of course but you're kind of just like oh I think I want to find like my person or like be in a relationship or even just like have someone who's not like a friend yeah um but in saying that, obviously, we're only 23. Yes. And to find, like, your life partner at 23 is a little bit, like, scary. I think it's good to be single and it's good to, like, experience life single and do the things that you want to do before you find someone. So, I suppose it kind of is just, like, that safety net yeah. and make makes you feel a bit more relaxed about not finding anyone. So, why do you say it's scary? I suppose it's scary because, <sighs> okay, it's not scary. It's just, I don't know. Like, I think if I was... It can be scary. You I think I was if I was in that position, I wouldn't be scared. Yeah. But the thought of me meeting someone tomorrow and then spending 60 years with that person, mm-hmm. get fucked. yeah fair enough so i don't know it's just it's just the whole concept of it is scary but it's not actually scary yeah fair enough Mm. 
in my opinion, I'm coming from a very, like, with these relationship ones, it's going to be a little bit hard because they're going to be coming from either sort of Maddie's perspective or mine. Mm. I'm, like, thinking of this one for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, with you in mind. <laughs> yeah. And to me, I 100%, I love it. Mm. Like, it's okay to not have that someone there yet. Yeah. I think you've really got to take the time to fully figure yourself out Mm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have yourself figured out to find someone I just mean like you may as well because you've got the time like this is the best time to be able to do that and then you're going to be able to know more what you want obviously you do already know pretty much what you want but you learn every single day and you're going to know more what you want the longer that you learn about yourself Mm. 100% you you're gonna change like even though you know yourself now that it's always gonna change yeah of course of course I think it's just more about sort of the pressure that society I guess puts on us Mm, definitely is extremely difficult and I know before I was in a relationship I was the number one person to be like I need a boyfriend yeah it's that whole timeline thing like I want to you know get married by 26 27 have a baby by 30 and it's like well if I want to have a boyfriend be together for two to three years get engaged have a one-year engagement like I got to find them yesterday (laughs) yes but But (laughs) why do you need to do all that at that time no I know it was just like converting that mindset I guess yes yes and that's exactly the same mindset that I used to have Mm. And I think even now that I'm in it, I have not stuck to my timeline that I had. Yeah, like, I, I was going to be already married. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Crazy. And now, like, to think of that, we are so young. Mm, yeah, so young. But, um, yeah, I feel like everyone has their time. It just takes a little bit longer for some people. Definitely. And that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Like, we both know people that, okay, your parents, that, are not together long before they do get married Mm. and it just really depends on the couple and the relationship because like who says you can't get married within the first year 100% I think my mum was 35 too when she met dad who says you can't get married like who says you have to get married at all yeah that's very true like you can still move on with your life and do things that you want to do but I feel like it shouldn't be dependent on a timeline or Mm what other people are doing around you specifically around you like obviously there's always going to be pressures from like people you see online but I think the major pressure does come from people around you Mm. and it's hard it is hard it's very hard but we'll get there yes I just don't want you to feel pressured Mm, I don't necessarily feel pressured it's like it's not a thing for me anymore I guess it's more of like a I know anyone who's single will probably relate. It's like you get into these lulls. Mm. So like at the moment, I don't really care about what I'm doing, who I'm seeing. Like I'm not actively swiping on dating apps or anything like that. I'm just like comfortable. Yeah. I'm just living my life. But then like in two weeks time, I'll hit a lull. I'll get lonely. And um, I'll want to like download dating apps and be eagerly searching for someone. So comes in waves it does I feel like it just I almost I can't be the one to talk because I know if it was me I would 100% feel pressured (laughs) Mm. but I feel like it just needs to be like written out 
like it's just okay it's okay mm. to be I know and like I do tell myself all the time like it's okay like it's gonna come like it's not like you're never gonna find anyone ever yeah it's just more so the when aspect I'm a bit impatient yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think honestly I think it's good that you don't really feel that pressure because mm. I feel like a lot of people would I think it helps having like my sister and even my whole family like besides one of my cousins pretty much no one in my family's married or in a long-term relationship so other than your parents well obviously <laughs> i mean like you know cousins yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. sisters the and younger stuff. Ones. um but yeah so i feel like that kind of helps too yeah i'm like i'm the only one to yeah. go whereas my family like all of them are married <laughs> well not yeah. all of them but a lot of them mm. date to get to know yourself instead of dating to get to know the other person mm. i i feel like i do this unintentionally <laughs> I am, some would say picky. (laughs) (laughs) So if I go on a date, I'll learn bits about people that I pick up on that I then learn I don't like. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you make that a little bit? (laughs) How can I? Okay. So say I'm on a date Mm -hmm. and they have this hobby or they're like really party goers or something I then learn that I don't want that yeah I guess yep. so it's not even like I'm learning like oh my god I'm a happy person <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> yeah. learning things about my character it's no, more so it's about things what about what I want yeah I feel like it can be both though depending on what it actually is yeah oh yeah definitely that actually is very true like if you're going out with a very pessimistic person you're like okay well i'm a lot more glass half full yes um things like that can you give us an example of something you have learned <sighs> what haven't i learned <laughs> <laughs> um things that i've learned that i don't want is someone who's rude yes obviously that it's kind of a no-brainer but also depends do you mean like rude just in general or like rude to say a waiter that's serving you or mainly the rude second to people they know like to you like about people they know um I mean both obviously mm-hmm. but I think it's more so the second I feel like if you can't be kind to people that you don't know yeah major red flag yeah hundred percent yeah or like even when people get impatient and they still like they might be the nicest person in the world but as soon as they get patient they get snappy and they get rude i can't deal with that like there's been so many dates no a bit like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no 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 i more so mean like i've been in so many dates no. that i've been to like dinner or something and everything's going well whatever and then they want to we finish the meal they want to get the bill and the waiter's not coming around. The waiter's nowhere to be seen. And they start to get, like, really impatient. And they start huffing. And they're Ooh. like, oh, like, where, like, oh, I just want to pay the bill. Like, blah, blah, And it just gets, like, I'm just like, shut up, mate. Why are you in such a rush? Yeah, to me, I would also be like, why are you trying to leave so fast? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, what's the deal? 
um so yes yes, that's a big one um and also people who i'm all for talking about yourself but there's a there has to be a balance yeah like it is my biggest pet peeve you not included (laughs) (laughs) shots fired when i mean let's just make a pause on that for a second because i feel like lately we've definitely swapped (laughs) They keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, no, but like, okay, more so for with a man. Yes. No, I know, I know, I know. Going if I'm chatting, and then they put their two cents in before I've even finished my sentence. Yes. And it's like, okay, I know you want to relate to me. Yes. But let me finish. Let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> let me finish what I'm saying real quick. <laughs> then you can go off on your tangent. <laughs> but if I if you don't, then I'm never going to finish my story. I feel like that makes me think of like a job interview and how like you're going to learn about the job. So you need to like ask as much as you want about the job while also answering their questions. Mm. And to me, it's like too one-sided. Like if someone's just talking about themselves the whole time, yes, you're going to know a lot about them, but how are they going to know if they like you or not? Exactly. When they've just talked about themselves the whole time. Exactly. Or it could just be that's just what they want. They just want someone that'll just listen and not talk about themselves. Maybe. I do know people who, like, when they get nervous, they talk excessively. Yeah. So, like, there's a limit. Yeah. But I suppose it's more so if it's a bit of an ego thing. You can usually tell. Yeah, you can usually tell. Things that I've learnt that I want. (laughs) Someone doesn't take themselves too seriously. Mm. And I suppose it kind of comes hand in hand with the whole rude where they're happy just to like be chill have a laugh if something goes wrong like whatever so be it it's not this big mess up just like someone easygoing funny ideally (laughs) a comedian a comedian is there any comedians out there (laughs) preferably six foot (laughs) (laughs) jokes jokes. but yeah that's, that's kind of it i mean obviously there's a lot more like uh there's like the time if someone's late then i'm like no Mm. or if someone can't organize something yeah or is flaky they're just little red flags yeah flaky would be a big one to me Mm. like if you're organizing and then cancel and then organizing and then canceling it's like why even bother yeah (laughs) agreed 100 percent. like unless they have like anxiety or if something like actual an actual thing comes up that is completely fine yeah if they just kind of chicken out to be like oh it's also like i feel like once is fine it's fine like obviously it's still not great a bit of a hit to the ego but i'll accept it but yeah anything after that it's like no wasting your time Mm. i think i time for that i know (laughs) but in terms of do we agree with it um do we agree with it yeah I think it's also important because you don't want to be going into a date being like, oh my God, do they like me? Do they like me? Do they like me? Yeah. And Set like, those expectations you from even the start like them? that yeah. you are vetting them Yeah. more than they are vetting you. Yeah. It is kind of like a job interview. Like you have to also find out if the job's a good fit for you. Yeah. Because if it's a shit job. If, like, don't if, want it. If it's a Macca's job and you're competing against. Competing against Guzman and Gomez. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Do you really know which one you'd pick? Which one would you pick? Guzman Gomez. 
<laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that was not the analysis that I wanted. <laughs> Wait, redo it. Right, redo it. What were you meaning? I was meaning that it is like a job interview where you have to find out if the job is the right fit for you as well. Even though you're a team, make sure to swim in your own lane. Oh, okay. Do you understand what this one is? Yes. I feel like this one is a bit more from your perspective. Yes. I mean, you've been in situations too. Yeah, correct. And I I would say I agree with this. 100% agree. And I feel like when you get into relationships when you're younger, you don't necessarily understand this. Yes. Well, actually, I was listening to, of course, love a good tiktok advice Mm. but this tiktok where someone was saying that there's four stages in a relationship now i don't remember exactly all the four stages so don't quote me on this but first one obviously is a honeymoon phase that's where you're discovering each other you're like finding out about things it's the most exciting stage obviously we all know then from there there's actually three more stages one where you are learning more about each other and things are starting to like annoy you about one another and it's about whether those things are too big to handle or whether they don't really matter mm-hmm. the next stage after that is more like almost distancing yourself you're like become a bit bored or you're comfortable you're not really making a lot of effort and you're just kind of coasting yeah And I feel like he was talking about how those two stages are the ones where people break up the most. Because obviously if there is stuff about the other person that you just can't handle, you would break it off with them. And then if you are in this stage where it's a bit boring, if you can't handle that and Mm. if you can't be bothered to do anything about that, you're just going to break up. Yeah. So the fourth stage is the one where you both know each other you both make that effort. You both know what the other person needs to be happy and not really move on with the relationship, but I guess so, like to live with this person. Mm. So like going through those stages, I feel like in my relationship, I've gone through every single one of them already and we're not even at five years yet, which to me is a good thing because that means we're past yeah all of the bad stuff yeah not bad but just like the hardest stuff the hard stuff Mm -hmm. yes so this was definitely one of the things that i learned bringing it back to the actual idea of what we're talking about yeah this is one of the things that i learned probably in that third stage was i was doing everything with the other person i wasn't independent at all Mm. and I was literally going to work, coming home, sitting on the couch, just sitting with this other person in, at the time, a tiny apartment. We didn't really have any separation from each other unless we were at work. Mm -hmm. And then if I got in the car anywhere, it would be with him. He would always drive, which passenger princess can't help it. (laughs) But I didn't really have anything else that I was doing that wasn't with him. Now, half of that was because of my honestly my brain capacity at the time I think with everything going on I had no extra energy to do anything else other Mm. than that so it's just kind of what I fell into um and it was hard to break out of 
but it was so necessary that I did. Yeah. You feel like you're almost missing out on stuff. Yeah, I guess missing out. Missing out, but also just like I felt like specifically I wasn't living. I wasn't like doing a lot of things because if you're always with the other person, I feel like you don't have any time to sort of grow on your own, which means you can't bring any new perspectives into the relationship as well. Yeah, that's very true. So making sure that you're doing stuff on your own that you like to do specifically because there's not going to be not everything you're going to love to do exactly the same. That's true. Like you need, you're going to have these things that the other person doesn't like to do and that's okay. They don't have to do it with you. Yeah. You can go do it on your own or you can find a friend like Maddie to do it with you. Correct. So now that I feel like we're past that stage, I've figured out that I need to do a lot of stuff on my own. I feel so good. Mm. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I feel like I'm actually living my life finally. That's so good. Mm. And same thing on Ben's behalf as well. Yeah. That's perfect. It's probably better that I'm not, like, annoying him all day, every day. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I feel like space is definitely warranted. Yes. And especially because, obviously, when you start in a relationship, you don't live together, everything. Like, you always have, like, a few nights away from each other. So then to move in together and start doing everything together, like, it's going to be so fun. And then it's going to be, like, you're always with me. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think I'm lucky that I've never felt, like, bad always being with him. Like, if I know I just said, like, I wasn't doing my own stuff and that's yep. different. But I mean, like, I like being yeah, with him. of course. Like, I like the company. And so I think it's also different as well because I have never lived on my own mm. or with friends. Yep. I was living at home and then I moved out with him. So I feel like that's a different perspective on its own. That's true. As well. Um, and it was something definitely to get used to because I had to actually learn how to live out of home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. You suppose you kind of had to learn together as yeah. well. Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing that I do sort of appreciate. Like I know we are both completely different people to how we were when we first started dating. Yeah. And like you're going to change and you're going to grow up. And I had no idea who I was when I was still in uni. So I feel like things can happen and like you can grow apart over that time. But I'm just really grateful that we haven't. Yeah. And we almost grew together. Yeah. But separately in our own lanes. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like you definitely have been able to sort of sort out your own lane first which might be a challenge to include them in eventually. But I think it's also a good thing because you now know who you are. Mm. Obviously, as we said before, it can change. But yep. you know who you are, you know what you like doing and you know what you're not going to sacrifice when with someone. Yeah, I feel like for me, all my past relationships, I have always wanted to swim in the same lane. <laughs> yeah. And I would change myself and I would convert my opinions because that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I feel like, like I said, when dating, when you're younger, I suppose it is quite easy to do because you don't yes, know 100%. your own opinions. You don't know you don't what have you like. You have a strong enough basis to go off. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I feel like being single now 
has definitely and obviously living by myself for a little bit and just like living out of home with mates I know exactly who I am and sometimes I think it is does make it harder for me to find someone yeah but I'd prefer it this way yeah rather than converting again because I lose myself every time I get into a relationship yeah and I can't let that happen yes that is the number one goal mm. gotta make sure you're always doing the things that you love to do yeah and obviously there is going to be compromise obviously of course you are going to want to do things together yeah but you can do both yeah there is time in the day there's time yep. in the week to do it all yeah exactly unless you're like scheduled 24 7 to do the thing that you love then yes not. well but some people are really busy so they might not have as much time but i mean specifically us right now yeah correct <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny one i'm not sure if you can relate to this one mm. i know i could back in the day yeah stop rereading those old messages it's not helping can you relate to that um I wouldn't say old messages. I don't know. I suppose it depends what context we're talking about. Because I... I reckon it's more about like after a breakup. But I can't really relate after a breakup. Something I am bad for is checking if someone has like seen my message or if they're online. Yeah, okay. And I've sent it to them ages ago and they're not replying. That's kind of what I'm You know bad what? For. I reckon that is worse. <laughs> oh, 100%. It's so bad for my mental health. Stop doing that right well, now. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I haven't done it in a long time. Okay. But it, it also was – maybe I've got trust issues. <laughs> maybe. It, it was um, mainly when I – like with my old boyfriends – Oh, like you were already dating. Yeah. We're official. Even with one of my relationships, we were together for, you know, over two years. And I would still check. I know. Do you know why? I think it's got a lot to do with my anxious attachment, Mm -hmm. which I think I've finally gotten over. Really? I think so. Thank you. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. Time will tell. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, like we were in such a secure relationship and that I had nothing to worry about. But if I saw him online on Facebook and he hadn't responded to me in like three hours, I'd be like, what the hell's going on? You know what? I will say it's extremely easy to do. It is. Especially when you are sort of in those early stages of a relationship, like you're still a bit unsure, obviously, Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to have some sort of trust issues especially at the start if not all the way through so I completely understand why someone would do it and I have definitely done it in the past yeah but I just wish for you to be in a relationship where you don't feel like you have to or even if you do check it it's not for those reasons yeah I feel like it does have something to do with myself and my state of mind but I also do think it probably came from a place of feeling insecure within the relationship yeah because obviously both those relationships didn't work out anyway so I feel like deep down I kind of knew something was wrong yes so yeah I feel like in the past I've even done it to sort of self-sabotage like when I wasn't sure or if I just felt like I needed an excuse 
to say something or whatever. I wanted to start a fight for some sort of reason. I would 100% do that. Yeah. It takes a lot of time and a lot of trust Yeah. to stop doing it. Yeah. Agreed. 100% agree. But yeah, so... Thank God Snap Maps isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> I mean, sorry. It is. <laughs> you just don't have Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Come on. A lot of people don't have Snapchat anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't even use it anymore. <laughs> um, it's so funny. One of my friends asked me for my Snapchat the other day. I was like, why do you still use Snapchat? And she's like, I don't know. I just sometimes like to just send videos of myself. And I was like, fair enough. Pop off. I'll open Could them. Could send a vid on Probably won't reply. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is coming from the person who couldn't even get on board with Be Real, so. That's true. Apologies. That is true. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. A good thing is, though, I mean, you can't really do it for Messenger. Yeah, on Instagram, you can turn off your activity status so you can't tell when someone's online and they can't tell when you're online, which is always good because then you actually physically can't check yeah mm. those physical barriers <laughs> love a good physical barrier they help. i am the queen of a physical barrier a physical barrier well one thing that you do as a physical barrier yeah cara has so many time limits on her phone oh my god <laughs> every okay. app you go into time limits up <laughs> okay so i learned about it like a year ago from one of my friends and I was like oh my god this is amazing she's got her whole life together like she's got everything going I'm gonna do it too so I put it on for like a month and then I was like eh, I'm not really using it and I got into the habit of like turning it off really quickly mm-hmm. so I took it off and then I was like you know what I'm gonna go full in I'm gonna put it on every single app every day from 5 p.m until 7 a.m the next morning now it's been like that for a couple of months and I have now tried twice to take it off and it's just not going away <laughs> oh, really? you can't physically I turn don't it know, off i don't know why and i could just i don't really remember how i fully turn it on i think i did it through like the full modes you can set up in your phone right like the work mode or the oh, i think i did yeah, it through okay. that so i i haven't okay i haven't spent enough time that i need to fully go through it but yeah. at the time that it was fully annoying me i was trying to do it because it puts a different time limit on every single Safari tab. And if you click on something on that Safari page, it'll put it on again. So it is extremely frustrating. It doesn't let you turn it off just for Safari, which I would do, but it doesn't let you. So anyway, I am trying to take it off. But it does help me to stay off social media like in the night times mm. and I do have it on 24-7 over the weekend as well. Yeah. So it is a good thing <laughs> but I'm also trying to take it off <laughs> because I yeah. am again in the habit of just like because you can ignore for the day or you can ignore for 15 minutes. Mm. So I just ignore for 15 minutes Yeah. and I'll be on TikTok. I'll be scrolling for an hour and every 15 minutes That's I'll just ignore true. again and then TikTok has its own 20 minute warning that it gives you. So I'm like doing my 15 minute one from my phone and then I'm doing TikTok's 20 minute one. It's so Does bad. TikTok have a 20 minute one? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? And then I even get the I don't ads think I've got it on. from TikTok that's like 
the ads that are made specifically, it's like you've been scrolling for such a long time. You should not scroll for this amount of time. Really? I've never gotten oh anything. But I feel so like bad. I scroll for longer than 20 minutes. Yeah, but you lose interest so quickly on things. That's so true. You'll watch like one episode and then walk away. There is no chance. I finished the first part of you yesterday and it came out yesterday. You know what <laughs> I do? I like scroll through like five videos on TikTok and then I'll like fully exit it. And then I'll be like, hmm, what else can I do? And then I'll go back onto TikTok. Yeah, that is that is a bad one. And it is something that I have done before. Mm. Um, but I'll give you a tip there. Just refresh. <laughs> <laughs> you got <contact. laughs> Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I saw this TikTok yesterday that was like, this girl just refreshes every time. She doesn't even scroll down her feet. She just refreshes <laughs> every time. <laughs> that seems a bit excessive. Probably. Probably. Love a good physical barrier. Love a good physical <laughs> barrier. So, but anyway, back on to like... What were we even talking the about? The topic. Rereading old messages. Right. Yep. What's your experience in this? I have done it 100%, but I don't do it anymore. Well, we'd hope not. <laughs> I just don't feel any is it when you like argue uh, like or is it no it was just what are you reading back in the past it was just i found i did it most recently when i didn't live with ben yeah and i feel like i would just get angry at him because he wasn't with me Mm. and so if i saw he was active and he didn't respond for like a couple of hours i'd be like oh going back to that yeah Mm. but i also know that he had a very busy life. Yeah. And I just couldn't get that through my head. Yeah. I think it was more toxic like back in high school when I used to, when I was actually just like talking to different people. Mm. And then I'd be like, oh, have they responded? Have they responded? Oh, they have yeah. Responded. Oh, like just like waiting on it yeah. for someone to respond. Cause I was just. And reading so the conversation back to like be like, oh, yeah, it was a good conversation. <laughs> Surely they'll yes. reply. If you're obsessed with them, then yes. <laughs> I was in such a headspace where everyone's opinion of me mattered so much to me yeah thank god i am out of mm. how are you going on that by the way that was one of your new year's resolutions yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it actually you know what it actually i've definitely gotten better good. especially at work and stuff like i mean also i've gotten more comfortable within the company that's good but i've kind of just decided like you know, people don't like me they don't like me and most of the time when you do show a little bit more personality and a bit more of who you are um, without being scared if people are going to like you, most of the time they're probably going to open up to you a bit more and yes. like build more of a connection 100%. with you. Oh my God. I was literally reading this in my book I was reading this morning. I have no idea what it's, the name of the book is. I am so sorry. Um, if someone actually does care out there, let me know and I can find it. Basically, he was telling this story about he was auditioning for this news role, whatever, and he was watching a guy go through the tapes of all the people applying and he had the sound all the way off and he was like, why the fuck? I can't hear what they're saying. How do you know if they're a good newsreader? Mm. And he's like, it doesn't matter if like they can talk. Anyone can talk. It's yeah. about who can actually show their personality and make me want to turn it up. Mm, and true. so he was saying like the more that you show your personality to the people around you the more that like you just said they will feel comfortable showing their personality but also the more that people will trust you and mm-hmm. the more that if they don't like you they will just leave yeah they'll just stay clear like they won't just stay around because you're just pretending to be someone that you're not yeah and i feel like i was a hundred percent pretending for a lot 
of my life. Not in a bad way, just because I didn't really know mm. who I actually was. So I'm glad now that I don't feel like I have to pretend anymore. Yeah. In most situations. Depends, obviously. Obviously. Being yourself again leads back to the dating as well. And I think that's another thing, another whole topic that I have on there. Yeah. But being able to know yourself, act like yourself. Because mm. it's tiring to pretend like someone you're not. So tiring. Like it can be fun every you now can't and keep then. It up. But you can't, no. Especially if like you're dating to date. Yeah. If it's a fling, then you can act whatever way you want to act. But yeah. If you actually want to long term have this person in your life, you yeah, you can't act with them because it's like, well, they're gonna find out in a few yeah. months and ditch her. Yeah. I feel like everyone does sort of do that though. They put their best foot forward at the start. Putting your best foot forward hundred percent, but you can't yeah. It, yeah, it's a fine line. Yeah, there's no point trying to be someone completely that you're not. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. This one can actually go both ways. Mm. So it is indecision is a decision. 100%. I feel like this can be either from their perspective, like if they're not showing that they're 100% interested in you, then it's kind of like, oh, well, you're obviously not then. Mm-hmm. But then also it can be within yourself. If you're unsure... It's obviously not a yes. Yeah. What's your thoughts? A hundred percent. I feel like, especially last year, when I was going on a few dates and you know how everyone always tells you if they like don't give you butterflies and you feel comfortable around them and then the date goes well, it's a good thing. It's such a good thing. And I found that happening to me every time I'd go on a date with someone. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, but like everyone's saying if it's comfortable, it's a good thing, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel butterflies, but it's a good thing. And then in the back of my head, I always knew. Yeah. Because I was like, mm, why don't I want to push this any further? Like, I just, I'm not bothered to respond. I'm not bothered to organize to hang out. And I think I just knew. Trust your gut. Yeah. That it just wasn't for me. And I suppose also the other way around as well, because I mean, first of all, you don't want to be dating someone who's super indecisive yeah and flip-flopping if they like you or not and like i feel like it just shows someone's true character it does so i definitely 100 agree with that sentence yeah i feel like it is hard though because like butterflies specifically you will know if it's a no after the first day definitely but sometimes it's hard to know if it's not a complete no you may as well go on another date and see what happens. But well, I think it's more sort of going on like five or six dates or like actually committing to being their girlfriend. That's when this sort of comes into play. Yeah, I do agree. I don't necessarily agree with, you know, after the first date. Obviously, it depends on how if the first date If it's definitely a no. Yeah, you yes. know, you know. But, but then if it's not definitely a no, I feel like it's hard. Yeah, it is. And also... I always feel guilty because I, I don't want to waste people's time. But yep. then it's so hard because it's like, well, how am I meant to find out if I don't waste? And obviously being a girl, like guys being the gentleman that they are, do pay for a lot of things. And that makes me feel even worse. Yeah. Because I've had guys who've organized this like massive picnic, gone out and bought like 60, 70 bucks worth of food. We've had a good date. And I've turned around and been like, you know what? It's actually not working for me. Yeah. And I, I just can't like help but feel guilty. It's not your fault. You've got to be not. honest. I know. Like, again, p- 
pulling all my knowledge from TikTok, but there was another TikTok that I found that I really was going to tell you about because it was a girl and she was like, would you rather be ghosted or have someone just tell you straight up, I'm not interested? Mm. And the whole comment section was tell me straight up. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I don't think I've ever ghosted anyone. And also, I think I was talking to my dad a few years ago about some guy that I was seeing and I was like oh, I'm just unsure but like maybe I'll go on another date and then I'll tell him and he's like don't waste his time like if I was him I'd be like just tell me yeah so I feel like after that I've been like okay well you know you're probably right it can be tricky though because it's harder to have a hard conversation than it is just to yeah block them more 100% see you later but you also because it's such a small world such a small you world. don't want to end off on bad terms with someone when it doesn't need to be like that Mm. and i also think it comes from i don't know if you've ever experienced getting ghosted i don't think so because you live in (laughs) no but only because the only people that i really talked to was someone that i knew in real life yeah so it was never someone that i could ghost because i would just see them again (laughs) yeah that's very true well i feel like it also comes from experience like if you've been ghosted you don't necessarily want to ghost someone else because you know how shitty it is and it's just like if if i'm someone's ghosting me i'm just like well just why don't you just freaking tell me yeah so i feel like at that same level yeah it's better that the person doesn't question it yeah like when you're ghosting someone they could anything could have happened to you and they just don't know yeah whereas if you're telling them straight up i'm just not interested yeah then they can close off that chapter in their head and they can move on yeah agreed well thank you everyone for listening to our relationship podcast Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about a different topic next week. So if there is a topic that anyone is actually interested in hearing that we read out from the start, make sure to let us know. But I am a big fan of self-confidence life sort of stuff. So I'm Mm -hmm. probably going to pick one of them. Appreciate everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. For getting all the way to the end of this. The one person that has. (laughs) Shout out to you, Ella. (laughs) Yes, Ella, shout out to you. Um, so if you do want to keep up with us on our social media, make sure to follow us fundamentally dot twenty mm-hmm. TikTok um, and Instagram. And then also, I know we haven't really said this before, but make sure if you are loving the podcast to subscribe or add it to a playlist or something, mm-hmm. just so that the platforms know that people are actually listening. Correct. <laughs> and also, feel free to review it. Yes, we'll please take do. Any criticism? Yeah, anything. But um. Yeah, just let us know. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And week. And we'll see you again in a fortnight. Bye.